Hello, adventurers, and welcome to The Game Master and Me, a two-player tabletop role-playing podcast with me, your host, Craig Burton. Hello, adventurers, and welcome back to The Game Master and Me. It's the last Wednesday of the month, and that means it's a new episode. This here is episode two of our Dungeons & Dragons adventure. Uh, we're playing the fifth edition of D&D, and we're playing through an adventure called A Great Upheaval, which James found on Dungeon Masters Guild. That's dmsguild.com. Uh, there's that. There's a load of other adventures and resources um, and stuff there for you to play excellent D&D games, if that's your thing, which is great. Um, but before we get into it, uh, the last Wednesday of the month this year happens to fall on Christmas Day. Uh, so I'd like to take this time to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Of course, not everyone celebrates Christmas. So whatever it is you're celebrating, whatever it is you're doing, whoever you choose to spend it with and however you choose to spend it, I wish you all the best. I wish you all the love in the world. Um, let's not forget Christmas is a time of giving, a time of love and appreciating um those that we have around us and yeah i think now we need that um it's a divisive time here uh, and in other places uh, politically and yeah i don't want to go too much into that because this isn't a place but i just feel really thankful that this is such a great community um i've met a lot of people you know talked to a lot of really great people since we've started doing this podcast and uh, I'm, I'm really thankful for that and I really want to, I don't know, see a world that's inclusive and loving and caring and uh, <laughs> better than it is now. And so, yeah, I just want to take this time to um, well, say that and wish you all the best. And thank you for, for uh, the great experiences and stuff that we've had while we've been doing this. Um, but that's enough lovey gushy stuff from me um we're gonna get on with the game and the podcast and yeah be sure to stick around to the end of this episode because we have another promo and this time it's from crudely drawn swords well that was magnificent you saved me he's cut my foot yeah the fiend has cut my foot i must use one of those those healing kits that I'm carrying. I mean, you could do, Bogle, but perhaps we might need those later. Well, I, I, I'm I mean, honestly, I've got a lot of. Uh, yes, body you know, to you're right. You're right, around. Bogle. You're right, Bogle. Yes, you should. You should use the healing kits on yourself. Yes. If you don't, if you don't mind. No, I don't. I don't mind. I think. I think you're absolutely right. I think this is the right thing to do. A very sensible thing to do. Yes. Oh, excellent, excellent. Thank you. So, uh, that's good. He, 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 you help him use the healing kit and uh, yeah. on his foot, and he come, he gets back to full hits. Good full, full points. Good stuff. For your information, we've currently got, uh, well, now we've got three healing kits. Oh, marvellous, marvellous. Um, yeah. I'm going to, can I search the bodies and see what's on them? Anything useful, anything? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, Leave hang on. The bodies. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right, okay. Loot the bodies. Right. So, uh, you definitely find stuff as well. Awesome. Um, right then. Um, so you, hmm, uh, you check the bodies. Yeah. And um, there, there's, there's like nothing on the bodies. Oh. Um, however, 
you then look at the stairs, uh, the small set of wooden stairs that lead up to the rope, the bottom of the rope, and you see two sacks. Yeah. Goblin sacks. Goblin sacks. Goblin you sacks. Want to, have, uh, have a look in, in those. Yeah, I do. Right then. Strap in, right? Uh, three blocks of incense worth yeah. five gold each. <laughs> a silver holy symbol of Maliki shaped like a unicorn's head worth 25 gold pieces so that's a sacred symbol um you know that is that belongs to the temple obviously yeah so the question is what are you going to do are you going to you're going to like hold on to it for safekeeping and and also by the way through this game um i borg will just treat him as a pack horse yeah he can just shove stuff in a bag um, and you can keep it and then decide what to do with it later. Anyway, that's worth 25 gold pieces. Um, some worthless personal effects. And there's the other sack holds three empty vials. Right. I'm, and I don't know that you know what's in, what was in them. And an unlocked, um, uh, well, it's not an unlocked poor box. It's basically the money from the poor box. 37 copper pieces and 15 silver pieces. Okay. So... Oh, that must be the money from the poor box. Yes, I mean, if there's thieves around, Borgle, perhaps it would be better if we were to keep hold of it for uh, safekeeping for now. Oh, yes, because the poor box is now broken open. Yes, yes, we should keep I, hold I of agree, this yes, for now. I agree, absolutely. And he also this, 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 uh, this, this, uh, this religious item, this silver unicorn head. I mean, if there's... There could be more goblins and more people that might try to steal it. Perhaps we should keep hold of that too. I totally and agree. We should keep that to ourselves for now as well, just in case someone might overhear that we have it and try to steal it from us. I'll try and keep my voice down. Yes, good. Let's just not talk of it unless I bring it up and, you know, yes. Yep. Yes. Um, well, needless to say, the bells have stopped ringing. Okay. So. We... Um, and yeah, that's it. There's nothing else in here. Okay. Well, let's. Um, I mean, the people must still be here. There must still be people in this village. Lady, Lady Velrosa Nandar must still be here. Surely. Where would she be? She would be in the keep. Let's make our way there. Indeed, but, but surely we we can't miss out on. Uh, Morak Walgrave's famous tavern. Yeah, yes, 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 the tavern, yes. The tavern, not loot. We're not here to loot. No, no. Uh, okay, I don't know where that came from, but anyway. <laughs> the tavern, let's go to the tavern. Yes, let's do that. Have a drink. But I mean, we need a drink. We need to we need to relax. I can't have the ladies see me like this after, after such a battle. I mean, she'll be safe in the keep. Yes, it seems so. Um, yes. It is partially collapsed, but so is the bridge. Yes. So um, I wouldn't have thought any goblins could get there. No, that's true. That's true. Goblins are... Goblins are little and probably can't jump that far. They can't jump very far. No. no. I've never seen a goblin jump further than four feet. No, me four neither. Four feet. Me neither. And you have oddly tiny feet for uh, someone so large. It's it's no, it, they're perfectly normal. Uh, yeah, yes, of course, Borkle. They are perfectly normal, normal-sized feet for someone so large. They're just quite, quite. 
quite I, small. I, I, I like to say dainty. Dainty. They are dainty feet, Borgel. You have lovely dainty feet. And such such delicate shoes. Well, I, I like to say that they're, they're um, um, Italian. Yes. I mean, they're, they're, like they're marvellous. Like yes. Yes. They're Italian rogues. Italian rogues. Oh, beautiful shoes. To the tavern. Cost me all all I had at the time. All okay, you had. okay. Let's go to the tavern then. Yes. Okay, so from your point of view, the tavern is number eight. Yeah. So it's the north side of the square. Okay. Yep. Uh so you come out of the temple then, and you mm -hmm. turn left. Yep. Do you want to do any kind of perception checks? I mean, I do now. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to have a little look around and see if I can notice anyone. Shit. See if I can. Yeah. Yeah. I Take that as a given. Um, and I roll a total of a six. Okay. My, yeah. So you come out of the tavern and you see what you saw when you went in the tavern. Yeah. Uh, a dead warg with one tusk. Yeah. If they have tusks, I'm not even sure. Um, obviously, the you don't see any more activity or movement than you did before. The stone is still missing. And there's a dead dog over where the warg was eating it. Yeah. You know the signs of life. Have you noticed that? Y yes. Yes, it's so what? much quieter now. The bells aren't ringing. Oh yes. 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 Write this down. <laughs> to the tavern for a nice. Okay, so you stride over to the uh, tavern. Um, Borgel, uh, if you would, without thought of stealth at all. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, excellent. And um, yes, and you go you go to the tavern. Um, a shield dwarf named Morak Urgray owns this establishment. Yeah. An ornate, an ornate wrought iron sign bearing the inn's name hangs above the entrance. It's the Nightstone Inn, and that's facing the town square. Hmm. Okay. So, you want to go in? Uh, yes, yeah. The door of the tavern is always open. Yeah, it is. That's why we like taverns. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, there's a detailed, there's a detailed picture of this. So like yeah. Nightstone Inn. Yeah. This is the ground floor. So you go in to eight A. So you go in here. Yeah. Um, and that is the dining room. Marvelous. So you waltz in. Um, again, without care for stealth or quietitude. Um, because you haven't said anything about that. No. <clears throat> this room is strewn with wreckage. A giant's mm. rock punched through the roof and landed here, destroying a dining table and a pair of long benches. The remains of a bed and a wardrobe from the chamber above lie among the shattered dining room furnishings. Uh, two smaller round tables and several chairs remain intact. So it's a dining room, obviously. And resting atop each table is an unlit oil lamp. Wow, okay. Uh, what do you wanna do? I want to I think um, you think you might want you might want to go and like try and make a roll. I suppose this is D and D, isn't it? So Yeah. Um I mean unless, unless yeah, I mean you can explain it in terms of what you would do in character. And then we could figure out what role or if you wanted to pick a role. So my character is... Uh, so Elias is... Uh, there's, There's been well, a, look, some kind of attack, yes. 
Uh, a rock has come through the roof. I know. It's There's been an attack. I just don't know when. Everyone seems to have gone. What's that? As Borgle points to the middle of the floor, um, uh, yeah, the middle of the room, there is a dead goblin with a crossbow bolt sticking out of its chest. Oh, someone's attacked the goblin. Um, I'd like to have a little look and I'd like to find out how long can I try and find out how long the goblin's been here? It's like, is it warm? Is it like, do yeah, some yeah, like absolutely. Sort of excellent, excellent sort question. Excellent role. question. Okay, well, can you make um, hang on a sec? There is a thing. Oh, yeah, there's a roll. There's a roll here. Um, you need to roll a wisdom check, okay? Uh, seven, so no, plus anything. No, my wisdom is nothing. Okay. Okay. Well, um, Borgle. <laughs> um, Borgle inspects the goblin as well. Mm. This is the... Oh, I feel like we're gaming the system here. But, you know, he he makes a, a medicine check. Um, because he's, he's seen a lot of, um, he's seen a lot of war zones. Yeah. He's, he's a war reporter, you know? Right, okay. So he checks it out. <laughs> oh, that's handy. And uh, he rolls an 18. Um, oh, wow. And uh, yeah, exactly. And so, oh, yes, this one, this one is freshly dead. Oh, so Look, then... it's still he's still warm. Oh, as, as they yeah. get hideous, scabby goblins. I mean, so this one has been dead but minutes. Not all goblins are hideous and scabby, Borgle. That's kind of. No, you're right. It's true. It's no, true. it's 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 best for the story. It's uh, yes. it really riles up the populace. Yes, that's true. But I mean, yeah. I mean, some of them. I've met some nice goblins. I've met some lovely oh, goblins. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Yes, I've yes. I've had I've had many drinks with uh, many goblins. But um, but that doesn't sell sheets or tails. Um, uh, Borgle, uh, can I ask you this? Do you not think it's kind of um, dangerous? in a way, to, to, to represent goblins in such a way in, in the story. A race of peoples. It's like uh, generalisations. It's people read it and they, they might take it on board and, you know. That's, that's the idea, yes. Yes, but, but then, then tensions might arise and, and oh, yes. people might subconsciously begin to... It incites huge rage, hatred, um, but the people that buy... And and uh, and listen and pay me to sing the tales that I tell. Yes, are very narrow-minded people, and okay. so they don't want tales of enlightenment. They want tales of hatred and reasons why they should be at war, why they should be angry. It's uh, mm, absolutely it's a sorry yes. It justifies it justifies their own views, their own small-minded, petty, tiny views. Yes, yes. But I think what's more concerning, really, is that uh, someone's shot this goblin in the last few moments. It is concerning. It is concerning. But I, I often find myself pondering the, the, the wider the wider issues and wondering what I can do about it. <laughs> no, wait. No, I don't care about what I should do about it. I just find myself wondering <laughs> oh, oh, about it. You had me there for a moment. <laughs> because for a moment I was thinking, you know, you, you could pay me as your biographer to, to write a tale of, uh, of wonder and kindness and peace that would inspire the whole realm to work together for one purpose. Would I be that the hero? Love. But, but no, 
of course, that wouldn't be what, what we'd want to do. Tell me, Buckle, would they be doing it in my name? No. Well, no. I mean, perhaps. Or perhaps. That's a thought. I mean, we could work on this together. We could spitball some ideas. Absolutely. Perhaps we should do it over a drink, drink. in fact. Yeah, yes. Um, barkeep. You hear no, th- no response? Hmm. I guess drinks are on the house. But first we should find out who it was that shot this goblin. That's the heroic thing to do. How are you going to do that? Okay. So. I mean, a perception check could be good. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what 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 specifically I might be looking for. I want to look for it. I want to find out if there's any... Um, yeah, any sort of tracks. Maybe the person went upstairs. Might see if I can sort of see anything that might suggest suggest where they went. Um, some kind of well, clue. Or just okay, a general look around. Remember a general look you, around. Yeah, do a general look around and roll perception. I rolled fifteen. Okay. Right then. Um, you can you you. I mean, tracks is kind of impossible. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just it's a tavern, a wooden you know. Floor, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's and it's it's well. well kept. It's yeah. well kept. Uh, Murak Ugre was a military person, a military dwarf, um, yeah. and so he keeps he keeps a clean tavern. Um, and obviously, even then, if you are able to pick up any tracks, they're just multiple tracks um, of um, many. Uh, I don't know human-sized feet. Oh. Uh, generally, a military. Dwarf. Uh, I imagine he's probably got somewhere that he would hide and fortify. A place he'd protect himself. You also hear hmm. something rummaging in the kitchen. Which to you, you assume is the kitchen, but is basically the other room. Yes. So 8B. 8B is the kitchen. So you oh. hear someone, you hear something rummaging in 8B. I am going to draw my crossbow. Ooh. And I am going to sneak around. Borgel, are you watching? Oh, yes, of course. I'm always watching. I'm always watching, always recording, always, always writing down these mighty feats. And I am going to try and sneak through. And sneak. And sneak around. Uh, Yeah. Um, 13 are old. Oh, okay, hang on a sec. Yeah. I best, I best do, uh, I best do some kind of roll. I'm not going to tell you which. No, oh, crikey! Ha <laughs> ha! Brilliant. Okay, right. Okay, so you slowly, subtly, and very elegantly edge your way into the uh, kitchen or pantry. Well, kitchen and pantry. It says here. Yeah. And you see, um, you see a goblin. Yeah. There's a goblin in there in the pantry with a a sack. And this goblin is stuffing um, edibles um, into this huge sack that's almost too heavy for her to drag, let alone carry. Um, she's throwing in, you know, cheese and uh, a jug. Um, and, you know, she, she picks up the jugs and like, oh, what does this taste like? Mm, this is nice for gum gum. And uh, chucks that jug in there and she's getting all this stuff like anything she can lay, lay her hands on a jar of cloves um everything she's just pouring into this sack making it too heavy really really heavy um she's gonna get shot with a crossbow okay um because that's what happens right. these days 
All right, well, you definitely have the initiative. Goblins don't want to talk. They get shot. And I rolled a 20 in total. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So um, without warning or um, uh, announcement, you shoot at this goblin. And if you could roll for damage. Yeah. Uh, Five. Five. Okay. All right, then. Okay, so you you shoot without warning or mercy, yeah. And uh, it hits this this goblin, um, right in the uh, I don't know, in the in the back, yeah. Because you're that you're that kind of guy, yeah. And uh, and this goblin kind of um, kind of um, kind of like falls over with the blow, and just no, I want I want to take my sack away. I want. I want my food. Gum Gum needs the food. Who's Gum Gum? Oh, who are you? Who are you? I'm Elias Shachmal. Who are you? El- Elias Shachmal. I just, I just want the food. Gum Gum just wants the food. Are you, your Gum Gum? Me gum gum. You are you gum gum. Me gum gum. You gum gum. Okay, hello gum gum. gum. Would you like to tell me what's going on here, and maybe I can let you leave with the food? You shot me in the back. That's what's going on here. Uh, I just want food. I I did. Yes, I I I shot you in the back. I I acted. I just want to steal this food. I acted hastily because you were stealing from a tavern owned by a. Dear friend of mine. It's just my job. My job to steal. Your job to steal? Who do you work for, Gum Gum? The Goblin King. The Goblin King is here. Not here, but here. You're far more talkative than than, than a couple of your friends I met earlier. They just attacked me uh, on sight. Oh, attack you. I wondered if you might do the same. You see Gum Gum going for a knife. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna have to kill Gum Gum. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna kill Gum Gum. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, she's she's struggling and she's worried and scared, so I'll let you get the initiative. <laughs> okay, I am going to. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take out a dagger and. Yeah. 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 She's still across the room, so I'm gonna throw it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, which is a ranged attack, which is still plus five. Oh, really man, fail. 21, 16 plus <gasps> 5. Okay. Um, and that's <laughs> it's, uh, gross. it's 1d4 plus 3, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Uh, 6 in total. Okay, right. So you take, you, you, you very deftly yeah. um, take out your, uh, take out your dagger while, dagger while Gum Gum is talking. Yeah. And, um, and just as if, as if scratching your ear, kind of raise up your hand and throw the dagger. And the dagger goes straight into um, uh, while Gum Gum's mouth is open. Um, uh, while, uh, while Gum Gum's talking, the dagger goes straight in there into the throat. Uh, Gum Gum, just shoving the goblin. Then I uh, casually walk over and uh, take out the dagger um, and uh, what, wipe, it, towel? wipe it with a little towel. Um, and this little towel's a bar towel, isn't it? Yeah. From a pub that you you nicked it out of a pub. Yeah. 
And so I saved a tavern from an invasion apparently sent by the Goblin King. A horde of goblins sent to steal from this village. And we are saving it. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to look in Gum Gum's sack? I do want to look in Gum Gum's sack. Okay. Uh, It contains several muffins, a block of cheese, a cooked chicken, a frying pan, an iron pot, a bullseye lantern. Don't even know what that is. Two flasks of oil, a set of cook's utensils, a jar of cloves, a jar of saffron, which is worth one gold piece. Nice. A dented silver jug and a cracked hourglass worth 25 gold pieces if repaired. What? No. Pretty savvy, so you know all this value stuff. Yeah, I'll take the hourglass. And um, I'll take two muffins and I'll throw one over to to Borgle. Oh, yeah. Borgle pops his head around the door. What what happened? Um, What happened, great hero? Well, there was uh, an attack. I I, I came in here and and these uh, goblins uh, attacked. And I I fought them off bravely, protecting the tavern and its wares. Oh, yes, I see. I see the little goblin. Goblins. Goblins. Goblins? Where's the other one? Um, Utterly destroyed. Vaporised by my magics. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. So he he starts furiously writing. Write that down, um, uh, I think I may know where the other crossbow bolt came from that killed the goblin. Oh? Yes, I, th- I think it may have may have come from a crossbow. <laughs> yes, Borgle, that's quite a quite a spectacular deduction. There's a crossbow in the loft. I don't know. I I think there might be something up there. Let Could us be goblins. Head up to but the. But why loft. would they kill their own kin? Because they're savages. Oh yes, and he writes that down. No, don't write that down. They're not oh, savages. Oh, that out. Okay, I, okay. I, I feel very uncomfortable with this. Well, we can edit it. We can edit it. We can it. edit it's it, It's okay. Yeah, There's it's a okay. long editing process. There's a first draft, and then we can talk about it. We can see what the tone is, and there's a structure editor. I and mean, then, uh, yeah. the Goblin King is kind of a dick, and so... What? What's I mean, this? The Goblin King. Oh, they're being sent. She's the Gum Gum here was working for the Goblin oh, gum, King. Oh, Gum Gum. Brilliant. Yes. Good to have name. Yes. Um, I see. So she was forced. She was forced indeed by another. By she was forced Goblin into King, a situation yes. which caused her death. Her yes. very death. Terrible. Terrible. So perhaps we're going to have to take out the Goblin King and maybe maybe someone slightly less horrible might take the place and become the Goblin King or Queen. I think that's a splendid plan. Anyway, um, yes. Should we go back into the dining room? Yes, we should go back into the dining room. Yes. So you go back into the dining room. And up towards the attic. Oh, okay. Well, well that's where he said he thought that... Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll head okay, upstairs. Well, hey, there's some stairs. There's some stairs. You can head upstairs. Yeah. Um, where is stairs? Okay, so you go upstairs. You can see the, the, the map, right? Mm, yeah. You can see the Nightstone in 8C, 8D, 8E, 8F. Yeah. yeah. Plan thing. Um, so you go up the stairs then. Yeah. Which room are you going to go in? Uh, I am going to head into 8E. 8C. Most 8E. of the furnishings. 8E. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, it's a bedroom. Right. Okay, so you, you edge in to HD. Yeah. And it's a uh, a bedroom. What's weird is that <laughs> is that the way the stairs go. Yeah. The dark bit signifies the bottom of the stairs, and the light bit signifies the top of the stairs. So you've come upstairs, you've walked past this bedroom, another bedroom, another bedroom, and got to the last bedroom. I said eight E E because that's the room of E, as in A B C D E. Uh, nice. Okay. Because that's that's the one that's above where the goblin was okay yeah. this is uh it's a bedroom yeah it contains two beds um a desk a wardrobe that looks to be empty yeah um a chair and an oil lamp sits on one corner of the desk okay and another oil lamp rests on a small table tucked between the two beds a no. bearskin rug lies on the floor oh that is all that is all Okay. Right. Let's try 8C. Bear in mind I said a wardrobe that seems to be empty. Oh, okay. Perhaps I should look in the wardrobe that seems to be empty. <laughs> you cautiously approach the wardrobe. Yeah. You open the other door and it's an empty wardrobe. Oh. It appears there's no one in this room, Borgel. He writes that down. <laughs> okay. Well, let's head to 8C. 8C. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this looks to be not a guest bedroom, but a bedroom that's kind of more lived in. Yeah. Perhaps one of the staff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and since there's only one or two staff, uh, it could well be Morak's bedroom. Right. Okay. Um, it's very destroyed. Um, a rock has obviously come in this corner of the inn. Yeah. Hanging on the east wall is a tapestry depicting a mountain landscape, and tucked under the window in the southeast corner is a locked wooden chest. What remains of the floor seems safe to walk on. Oh. Um. Borgle, perhaps we should try and open that wooden chest. It might contain some answers to where everyone might be. Oh yes, excellent. Good idea. Go go for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and um, uh, try and uh, yeah, I'm going to try and pick the lock. Do you have any thieves' tools? Um, I mean, if you want this, you know. I mean, if you genuinely think you would, and I mean, you're a bit of a sleight of hand, dude. So maybe you yeah. would. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. The question is, what are thieves' tools? What do you roll? Thieves um, tools. I don't know. It's dex. It's dex. So okay. uh, it wouldn't be a sleight of hand. It would be disabled device actually for oh, locks. I don't think I have oh, okay. that. Okay. Is that is that a thing? I think so. Okay. Well, you I'll, can I'll roll sleight of hand if you want. Thing. I don't know. Let's go sleight of hand. Uh, I rolled a fifteen. <gasps> plus three on my dex is eighteen. No, it's plus five. Oh yeah, for Why sleight of hand. Plus... Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, sleight, sleight of hand, hand isn't yeah. it? Do we think sleight of hand would do it? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, so well, yeah. 20. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, I'm. I'll, I'll make a call if you want. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Why not? Yeah. So that's twenty. Um, in total. And that, that's perfect because um, twenty is literally what you had to get to open it. Marvelous. Which Marvelous. is fun. <laughs> okay. So you go over and you use your uh, your amazing kind of uh, skills and experience and and dex dexterous fingers fingers yeah. that that can do 
things and move in ways that non-magician's fingers cannot, non-con man's fingers cannot. Um, And uh, anyway, so you manage to open the chest and it contains a suit of chain mail for a dwarf. Yeah sized for a dwarf a dwarven helm so yeah this is probably more axe bedroom um and a leather bag that holds 45 gold pieces and two gemstones that you think probably would be worth 100 gold pieces we should be writing this down shouldn't we and a potion for heroism and i'm gonna have to look that up because i've no idea what that does (laughs) okay this is cool we should probably keep hold of these gems and gold pieces, um, Morgul, because that, this, box well, is, well. this box is open now. Someone could steal it. I'm not carrying the chainmail, though. No, I think we can probably leave that for now. Um, but this potion as well, we could uh, probably keep hold of. Yes. Yes. Uh, is, I it, mean, is it marked at all? Does it say what it is? The potion of heroism. Oh, that sounds like a great story. Yes, perhaps Borgel, uh, the what, what's what's the guy's name? Martak. Morak. Morak. Perhaps Morak might need it when we find him. Yes. To become a hero, or maybe he'd probably quite like us to use it if we were to use it in the pursuit of saving him. Indeed. Yes. Yes. Um, where do you want to go next cool so into uh, so we'll cross back over and go into room F and then back into D if you see what I mean so we'll zigzag across 8F okay right then I'm going to figure out what I can read of this this also seems to be a guest bedroom set up in the same way as the other ones yeah however a falling rock has punched a hole in the roof and torn away most of the floor. Hmm. This is the one that's the dining room. It's destroyed, you assume, because um, you can see wreckage and also the other bedrooms. It's destroyed two beds and a wardrobe, leaving the desk and the chair and the northeast corner of the room unscathed. Oh. Mm. Hmm. Can I go and... yeah, go on. Is there anywhere in the northeast corner that someone might be able to hide? Is there anywhere in here that someone might be able to hide? Yep. Um, I'd like to have a little look around. Would that be a perception or would that be? Roll for perception. Um, eleven. In total. Yeah. Okay. You you look around the room. Mm-hmm. And using all your wiles. And you then can see <clears throat> up in the rafters, uh, the loft sort of area, um, someone seems to have, uh, well, there seem to be a pair of eyes. You can see a pair of eyes. They look like kind of humanoid eyes. Yeah. And you are looking straight at them. Um, and they're not blinking. Hello. I am Elias. I am here to save you. Yes. Well, you're a bit late. I've got a crossbow aimed right at your head. Better late than never, though, eh? I suppose. Yes, there was a goblin downstairs stealing food, and I made short... Goblins downstairs stealing food. I made short work of them. 
Well, apart from the one I shot. Well, yes, yes, there was that one too. The way I Look, saw I'm, that. I'm not great with the crossbow. I just found it. So it could go anywhere. It could go off in my hands. I mean, you'd best... So don't, don't spook me out. I'll try not to. I'll try not to. Um, perhaps if you're not great with the crossbow, you should put it down. It's my only protection. From what? Apart from the good lord. From the goblins? From me? I mean, I pose you no danger. No Who harm. are you then? Who are you then? I am Elias Shachmal. I don't know who you are. El Elias, Elias Shachmal. And Bor Borgle bursts in. This is the great Elias Shachmal. And his voice is booming and it starts kind of shaking some of the rafters, uh, some of the damaged rafters, almost as if, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna actually be further damaged by his booming voice. <laughs> You're just going to let this happen. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but but Bor Bor Borgle, stop. Yeah, um, a little bit worried because obviously this person, I don't want to startle this... Uh... This person, Borgle, Borgle, calm down. This, this is, oh, oh, this okay. is Borgle. This is, okay. this is Borgle. This is my friend. I am a, a biographer and teller biographer. of tales. Yes. My name is Borgle Earspitter. You may have heard of me. Um, no, not really. I'm not very well travelled. Okay. Um, I mean, if you were, you'd probably have heard the name El El Elias Shachmal. Oh, yes, certainly, certainly, you would have heard it. You would yeah. have heard it, although I've yet to tell the greatest tale of Elias Shakmal. Yeah, the greatest tale. Yes. The tale we're working on right now, perhaps. Perhaps. Well, look, look, I would, I'd like to come down, but I don't trust you yet. How can, why do you, how come you are in this town, this village? I'm come to, I've come to win the heart of my childhood love. And who's that then? You may know her, Lady Velrosa Nanda. Oh, the, the steward, yes. Yes. The steward. The steward of this town. I okay. love her. Well, uh, I, I suppose I'll come down, but I think you should put away your weapons and I will keep my crossbow. That seems like a reasonable thing to happen. Um, I'm, just, I'm just a travelling pilgrim. Okay. Yes, come down. We've much to discuss. Perhaps over a fine beer. The patron of this establishment, the uh, the owner, Morax, seems to have disappeared. Do you know well, where left. they are? Indeed, indeed, they left. They they all ran away. I think they forgot me because I'm I'm just a traveller. In that case, my friend, drinks are on the house. Very well. Well, we'll. Please put away your weapons. Okay, I'll put them I'll away. I'll come down. Okay, so she 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 cautiously and carefully and very elegantly yeah. um, hops down from the loft rafters onto the slightly dodgy floor. Yeah, careful. There. And um, yeah, she's still got the crossbow, of course. Yeah. Well, we should we should go downstairs then. Yes. Yeah, and with that, um, uh, Elias kind of turns around. Swing his cape around, and he sort of points almost in the direction he's going to walk, and then carries on walking as if to lead the way in a very flamboyant, um, over the top style. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And Excellent. All right. Downstairs. So she. So your back is turned to her. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, Borgo, I have, I have nothing Borgo to follow fear. suit. 
He's okay. Nothing to well, Borg do. will follow. Borg was behind you anyway. Yeah. Borg will follow suit, and um, and you go downstairs to a, a table. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you find a find a table, turn over a couple of chairs, and um, and Borg will um, Borg will goes behind the bar. Um, I'm quite I'm quite at home behind the bar. Would you like some ale? Morax uh, yes. ale is the best in the in the district. I hear. Yes. Uh... Two, three, one for yourself, of course, Borgle. I assume you like <laughs> Of course, of course. I shall have a bucket. Yes. Yeah, in fact... Because he starts pouring the beer. Marvellous. Uh, the ale. And uh, Keller, oh, sorry, the, the person, um, yeah. cautious... Did she introduce herself yet? No, no I don't think no. so. No, no, no. She, uh, she cautiously comes down and sits over the other side of the table, but she's still got the crossbow. Um, look, I'm sorry for my, for my worry... Um, but of course we were attacked, and um, I, I then were attacked again by goblins, and I just managed to flee for my life. So I can see. Now tell me before we go any further. You know my name and my friends, but I don't know yours. I feel somewhat at a disadvantage. Oh, of course. My name is Keller. 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 I'm a I'm a pilgrim. I I'm a, a student of Maliki, the god. Okay. I came here on a, on a pilgrimage. This is just on my way. Tell us, how long have you been here? What's happened? I've just been here the night. Um, it was terrible. There was um, there was rocks falling from the skies. That's um, not what you want. Some, it was it was it was um, there were there was talk. It was cloud giants. A big cloud, cloud a battle overhead, and all the rocks coming down. Crikey. That's so many people died. Many many people day. perished. Um, I managed to get away. Morak, um, I believe he 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 fled with the rest of the tavern visitors and and locals, but he forgot about me. Okay. No, that's um not ideal. But you're still no. alive, and we've found you now, and that's everything's going to be okay, Keller. Indeed, I'm still alive, and I fought off the goblin that hideous thing that tried to get my valuables yes she yes. points at the, the goblin that you found with the crossbow bolt in it do you have Shit. anything missing you have all of your valuables i have them i you. don't have much that's but good. i have what i have that's good that's that's good that you have all of your things um okay so do you have any idea where everyone went to no i know they went out Oh. Went out of the village. Out of the you may village. be able to track them if you follow tracks, perhaps. Okay. Um, yeah, following tracks is not one of my uh, greatest of skills, I must admit. So, well, what I might do is search around here a little more and see if I can find any clues. Borgle plonks down the uh, drinks and spills a little bit of it. Oh. Borgle, thank you. <clears throat> Calm thank the you. nerves. Yes, thank you, Borgle. Yes. Drinks. There you go, Keller. Drink up. Well, thank you. Mm. This should certainly calm my nerves. Yes, yes, it should indeed. Should indeed. But I don't know how the um, how the keep fares. There seem to be more rocks that fell on there than on here. The lady, I. I hope she's okay. I need to go and... I need to find out. I need to go there. Indeed, Lady Nanda. Yes. Well, 
well, take me with you because um, I don't want to stay here with all these goblins running around. Yes, that's fine. I'm sure you'd feel much safer with a brave hero. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Good. Come with us. Come with us. We'll protect you. Very well. And, yeah, we'll finish our drinks. Okay, so um, you enjoy your beer yeah. with uh, Keller. And um, she she tells you that, obviously, there was a cloud giant-like attack, whether it was just whether the village was just accidentally had rocks dropped on it because of yeah. cloud giants fighting or whether it was genuinely attacked hmm. she couldn't know she didn't know and then after that the goblins came in and raided naturally yeah. um and she's been hiding since then which is like one night the villagers some of the villagers managed to escape uh, but she doesn't know where they went and uh you enjoy your beer and uh think about your next move hmm um, <clears throat> so if you want to discuss your next move with her, you can do. This would be a good opportunity to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our next move, I suppose we uh, make our way to the keep and find out what's going there. There's a few places we could check in on on the way and check for other survivors because that makes for a, for a good story. I mean, that's a, just the right thing to do. Oh, splendid, splendid, splendid idea. Yes, absolutely. We yes. need to look and see if we can find any any people to save. Yes. <clears throat> on the way. If everyone's left, I mean, perhaps we should, uh, if the goblins, we should probably clear the, the goblins out too, if there are still more here. Oh, you're so brave. You're yes. so brave. Perhaps. But of course, the, um, the, 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 the bridge between the village and the uh, keep was damaged. Yes. So are there people still in the keep? Well, they might not have been able to get out if the bridge was damaged. I mean... Indeed. Yes. To the keep. Perhaps we should go there first. The goblins can wait. I mean, perhaps we should... They're here scavenging and they're, they, they need to... I mean, I, I feel a lot of the way they live and the way they are... Um, as outcasts in society, having to act this way is is largely to do with our our own our own ways, the ways we've treated them and and marginalised them. What do you think? They don't have the same opportunities as other races. I somehow think so. When you consider the way we uh, uh, talk about them in our stories, the way yes, we I, I'll be honest. I don't think I don't think this view is going to be popular with my readers or no. listeners. No, sir. But let's let's go to the bridge. Let's I, go to the keep. I wonder if it's what people need to hear, though, Borgel. <laughs> oh, you'll you jest. I mean, not right now, not in this book. But I, I wonder, I wonder. Let us continue. To Indeed. The right, you're going to the keep then. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Right, um, so you get your stuff together, you wipe the foam, the froth from your mouth and shake it off, and Borgel does the same, as he just downs the last of the bucket of ale that he has, Yeah. Um, and you make your way out of the tavern, you stum stumble out, no, Borgel stumbles out of the tavern, no, he's alright, <laughs> um, and you, uh, you come out, now, let's see what you're going past, you're going past there... I'm going past the trading post, which is yep. number nine on your map. 
um, which means you can see that above the building's entrance is a circular blue shield emblazoned with a stylized golden lion, the symbol of the Lion Shield Costa, a trading company. Um, The door to the trading post hangs open and you can hear something within. So are you going to just waltz past or are you going to check it out? Perhaps we should just check in here quickly before we go. Before we carry on, I hear something. Excellent. Another adventure indeed. Yes. Behind every door. Yes. Well, I'm not much of a fighter, um, but I've got my crossbow. That's so okay. So I'll stand That's at the good. back, yes? Yes, you uh, you don't put yourself in any unnecessary danger. Um, okay, what are you going to do? I'm going to draw my crossbow and I'm going to walk up to the door and peer in. Okay. Right, you look in and you basically see, you know, your classic kind of trading post stuff. Um, And uh, it is a 20-foot square store with Mm -hmm. a few things, some storage shelves and a cot for some reason. Right. Um, And you see a goblin rummaging around uh, in the store's contents and, again, stuffing stuff into a a, a backpack. Not everything. You might pick something up, sniff it, throw it away, pick something else. Ooh, I said that. (laughs) I like this one. And uh, and he stuffs it into a backpack. We can do. You there. Goblin. (laughs) And he sees you, since you alerted him to your presence, and uh, grabs his scimitar and runs at you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look back at Borgle (laughs) he looks back at Borgle and says you see and then there's moments like this I mean it's it's hard how are we to change how are we to change society's views when this is what happens and uh, yeah do we roll for initiative Uh, yeah I guess so Um, yeah 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 may as well I rolled an 8 uh, oh, joke! Uh, this goblin has the jump on you. Okay. Okay. So he goes first, then. So he uh, he runs at you fiercely, um, hmm. with his scimitar brandishing, flailing in around. Get you! Get you! Get you! And uh, and he tries to slash at you. And he hits actually, Ooh. and so he just about manages to. You're, f- you're floating your cloak around, but he manages to to just cut, and it just cuts slightly into your arm. Wow. Um, and so uh, you're gonna take six points of damage. Oh, what? Which for a first level character is, <laughs> is a lot of damage. Are you okay? You're still yeah. up on you. Yeah, I've got one hit point left. Okay. All right then, but he's come to the doorway. Yeah. So uh, the others can attack him as well potentially. Um, okay. So what are you gonna do? Um, it's too close for, to use my crossbow now, so I am going to um, whip out a dagger. And yeah. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm going to whip do. Whip out a dagger. Um, go for it. Roll to attack. Uh, nineteen in total. Oh yeah, you've hit. So yeah. roll for damage. Yeah, uh, four. Four. Okay. Total, so, do yeah. you want to describe your dagger movement? Um, so again, it's just a uh, uh, they're too close with the crossbow. So I kind of uh, it's in in one swift movement, just kind of put it away and um, uh, come up with the dagger and uh, kind of 
it's a piercing thing. I don't suppose it really matters. And it's kind of a, a slashing motion I make with it, kind of pulling it out and uh, slash at them. And it's what four points of damage. So it's more uh, it stumbles, send them stumbling back, kind of thing with a, a cut maybe across the across the chest. Get off! Get off! Get off me! You um, will not. You will not take down the mighty Jilk. I mean, Jilk. Uh, if 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 we're kind of you know. If we're going to talk semantics here, I mean, it's it's more you that kind of got on on me, on me. I was I was trying to get you away from from me. Oh, also, oh, because I'm I'm very hurt. Oh. And as uh, as you're speaking and trying to reason with this goblin, um, you see you hear a, <laughs> and <laughs> you see a crossbow bolt appear in the middle of uh, Jilk's forehead. As again, he just ah, falls backwards, and uh, and you turn to see uh, Keller and her crossbow, and think that's that was a pretty good shot for someone that's not very good with a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Well, he was he was freaking me out. Yes, I just wanted to shoot. Well. I I thought he might get you. That's all. You know. I don't like goblins. I'm sorry. It's probably all the propaganda in the newspapers. Yes, yes. And so you sit without skipping a beat, without look, without really caring about the fact that there's a dead, you know, showing any caring that there's a, a another sort of dead goblin in the street. I'm going to turn to to Borglum and be. And so you see, I I tried to build bridges. I tried to reach out. I tried to build a rapport, but uh, but I was well, forced once again to dispatch. I'll write it down. I'm not sure if it's going to make it in. Yes. Okay. It's not what they want, really. But but anyway, but anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, there's not really much of note in the trading post, anyway. Um, okay. There's a lot of broken stuff. Yeah. Um, spice jars, crockery. Um, yeah, basically, there's not really much of interest. Um, yeah. Okay. So, do you want to carry on to the bridge? Onwards to the bridge. You surge towards the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Striding along. Okay, so you pass um, another one, a bit of farmland, mm-hmm. um, which has got a couple of rocks on it. Yeah. And you also pass... This is terrible. What's that? What's happening here? Well, the, another house, a house that's kind of mm. slightly squashed. Um, and in fact, the house that's slightly squashed... On your map for age, yeah, you seem to remember there was an elderly couple that lived there, um, and actually, yeah, let's say an elderly elven couple, yeah, so they could still be alive because <laughs> you said sixty years ago, yeah, um, you think, oh yeah, they used to live there, and um, half that house has been squashed. Oh. Anyway, so um, yeah. Anyway, so the bridge is ahead of you, hmm. but obviously it's got a 15-foot gap. I think it's a 15-foot gap. Let me just check. So what are you going to do? Continue towards the bridge? Yeah, continue towards yeah, the bridge. Cool. And, uh, okay. yeah. Right. 70-foot uh, long, 10-foot wide sloped bridge used to connect the village Bailey to the Mott. Hmm. However, a falling rock – well, it says here a falling rock uh, – struck the bridge but you know in fairness if it's gone in the river you can't really 
yeah, categorize yeah. to tell that. Anyway, there's a big hole in the bridge, um, and it's destroyed a 15 foot section of it, cutting off Nandar Keep from the village. Yeah. Are you going to try and get across? How are you going to get across? Uh... Well, that's a big gap. I suppose you can try and jump. Yes, I'm not sure. Hold on, let's uh, let's draw a. Let's test this, shall we? I'm going to draw a mark on the floor and I'm going to uh, back up from it and I'm going to run at it and I'm going to jump and see how far I can jump. Okay. Right, okay. That's interesting. So bear in mind um, that the bridge is sloped. Yeah. So what you'll probably want to do is test this on the lower bit of the bridge so you've got the same slope. Yeah. So, um, what's your strength score? My strength is plus one. What's your actual score? Oh, 12. Oh, what? My 12. roll? My roll? Your, no. Oh, so um, my strength is you know, 12. You know, like the 12 yeah. or the 15. Okay, yeah, cool. You jump. You do this test. Yep. And then you check what it was. And uh, you've managed to jump 12 feet. Yeah. And the gap's 15 feet. I don't think I'm quite going to be able to jump it. Hmm. Well, I could, I could try. Okay. Go for it. And so, so Borgel tries the same thing as you. Yeah. And he manages to, he comes down. He manages to jump eighteen feet. Oh. I think I could do it. Borgel, perhaps you. If you want me to. Yes. Perhaps you could go over there, and if there's people in there, they might have the means to. To get us across. In fact, a ladder or something, a fifteen-foot ladder. I don't. I don't have a fifteen-foot ladder. No, but or a rope or something. Perhaps you could run, jump over there with an end of a rope, tie Ah, it off to something. Very well. Right. Try this. Balance. Try this to me then. Okay. Yes, I'll do that. Okay. Right. So he, uh, you tie the rope to him. Yeah. Um, hold a loose end or coil or whatever. Yeah. And he takes a he takes more than a ten foot run up. Yeah. And run, 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 and jumps and makes it to the other side. Hurrah! Yay! Well done, Borgo. Well done. I do now. Uh, stand there, very strongly. Okay. And uh, I'm going to tie this end of the rope to something. Um, okay. I can find, and then. Um, uh, yeah, try and climb across it. In fact, no, Borgel, you okay. should probably tie your end off to something. Um, in case I oh, okay, that's a good idea. Yes, tuck okay. You into the off the bridge. Okay, so he ties his end off as well. So you've you've got you've got a rope now between the two bits. Cool. And um, I'm going to try. What's your plan? And, I'm going to try and climb across it. What do you mean, climb across it? Like a tightrope. I'm going to skip across it. Sight rope. Yeah. What the hell is the check for that? Uh, I, I'm gonna okay. guess a dex or acrobatics Sorry. or something like that. Right. So, what did you roll? Um, I got uh, an uh, I rolled a fifteen plus three for my dex, so eighteen. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> so you you start tightroping along this rope. Yeah foolishly 
<laughs> and um, and you get you get halfway wobble, whoa, yeah. and Borg is going, this is cracking stuff, this is amazing. He's he's a hero, he's an acrobat as well. And uh, and anyway, so you get you get three quarters of the way across, and you're like, whoa, whoa, and you just about manage to sort of jump from there, and just you fall, but you cling on, you manage to grab onto the higher bit of. Uh, um, bridge, yeah, and then pull yourself up, and Borgle pulls you up as well. Yes, there we go. Uh, um, and you hear a voice trying that. That seems not... ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you don't have to tightrope walk across it. You could uh, could just kind of climb. Yeah, well, hang on a second. Uh, check something. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so she just basically like monkey bars across. So like goes under the rope and like. Yeah hand over hand yes that works too yes with the crossbow at her belt yeah and then uh, you pull her up yeah and you are on the other side of the bridge marvellous well done team well done and then you get to the gate to the keep mm-hmm and so you are set into the Mott's curtain wall are two windowless stone gatehouses with wood shingled high pitched rooftops between them stands a, stands a set of oak doors with iron hinges. The doors can be barred shut from within. Um, and you can see what you want to do with the doors, basically. But I think that's a good place to end it. And that, as James just pointed out to you, is the end of the episode. As ever, thank you so much for joining us. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we really appreciate you coming along and listening to us, you know, playing games and having fun every month. Uh, we'll be back in a month's time with the next part of this adventure and we hope to see you there. In the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at the GM and Me, or you can go to our website, thegamemasterandme.com and that has links to you know our email, our Twitter and other ways um, of, of getting in contact with us. So yeah, we shall see you in a month's time. Once again, I wish you a very Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Holidays, a wonderful time in whatever it is you choose to do and whoever you choose to spend it with. And yeah, a very wonderful start to the new year. I hope it brings you all the love and happiness in the world. So yeah, until next time, stay safe, stay wonderful. And remember, stay vigilant, adventurers. Who are the Hawks? The English dictionary defines hawks as a type of large bird that catches small birds and animals for food, or a person who strongly supports the use of force in political relationships. The hawks are the second one. Well, three of them are, and then there's Enigma, who's a princess that may be insane. Not a princess! <laughs> Everyone likes different types of stories, and everyone's got their own niche, and I think we definitely hit a certain niche there. Somebody's niche. <laughs> yeah, someone's niche. We basically think it's really funny and... I mean, humour is very subjective, but... I disagree! <laughs> Objectively, we're funny. I've got comedy chops. We're officially funny. Yes! Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an epic Dungeon World actual play podcast. A story of heroism, sacrifice and the nobility of the human soul let down only by the dice and the characters and the players. You're going to love it. Yeah, this isn't really promo material.